Hi, and welcome back to Voices of the Bill, Episode 2. I'm Isaac Cronin, and today is Tuesday, November 23rd. A fun fact about myself is I drive a car that's three years older than I am. And my name is Eileen Park, and a fun fact about myself is that I have a phobia of zombie movies. <laughs> my name is Sophia Demarath. A fun fact about me is that I drive a car that is three years younger than I am. <laughs> and one good thing that happened to all of us is we just won turkey bingo. That's right. Yep. We, all, <laughs> we got our cookies and we gobbled in the hallway and... Uh, mm -hmm. I think Student Council did a really good job today of yes. making turkey bingo fun. Good. There was even someone dressed as a turkey. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right that was. Write in if that was you. <laughs> <laughs> and now <laughs> moving into this week at the Ville, we have a wonderful article written by Mauricio Herman Richer about the ACT and whether we should require it or not require it for college. So what do you guys think about that? I thought um, the quotes he, he got for his article were really interesting. Um, he interviewed two seniors at a school um, who had taken the ACT, and um, neither of them were really fans of the ACT at all. Both of them were very critical of the ACT, actually, and um, I think that was interesting because all three of us are seniors, and we've all taken the ACT, so, so I was wondering what you guys thought on that, too. You know, I, mean, I wonder if you agreed with some of our classmates or not. Mm -hmm. I do personally agree. I mean, I've taken the ACT twice now, and especially during COVID, it was really hard to find motivation to study. And especially because the whole aspect of college can be really daunting or what you want to do after mm -hmm. high school. And just adding in a standardized test that is very stressful and doesn't quite measure exactly what we learn in school, I think it's pretty hard to see how that is completely mm -hmm. necessary for the college process. Yeah. And, you know, I some of those students also agreed with that because they thought it was better to measure your GPA instead. Because they were like, oh, that's all four years of high school, not just one singular test. Right. That is such a big, like, factor into whether you get into college or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, standardized testing is, you know, pretty harsh. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people don't have the same materials to study for it that other people do, especially if you're coming from different class backgrounds. Sure. And it's just proven to not be something that is truly a good indication of whether someone is, like, smart or right. not. Right. Right, exactly, I agree. I think um, I will be submitting my ACT scores to college mm. this fall, because um, or next fall, because the, you know, the GPA is not exactly my strong suit, you know what I mean? You know, just sitting down and, like, doing a lot of work is not really my thing, um, and I'm a lot better at the ACT, but I think what it did bring up is a good point, that it shouldn't be required, but it should remain an option, um, okay. and I think that colleges should really give students an opportunity to show what they excel at and show what they can bring to that school right. um, in the way they do, so... And yeah. I think it's great that a lot more colleges are making it optional. Like, yeah. Before it was certain colleges being like, I guess, or because of COVID, you know, we can have it optional because, you know, as seniors, I feel we weren't super prepared for standardized testing right. because you're supposed to get a lot of that information in junior year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were full distance junior yeah. year. Right. And we didn't really get a lot of college prep. Uh -huh. But now a lot of colleges are like, oh, well, not just COVID, but in general, we've realized mm -hmm. that, you know, standardized testing isn't as important as it used to be. Right. And you can if you want, if it does help. Right, and it does right. help for a lot of people. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Because, you know, high school isn't great for everybody. Right. And I think the point is we're all different learners and people can demonstrate that in different ways. And so I really love to see a lot of, you know, big schools and small schools realizing that. And I think it makes kids more comfortable with applying to different schools. Next up, we have our What in the World segment about worldly and national news. So a big thing that's happened uh, within the last week or so, um, the Kyle Rittenhouse case 
a verdict was delivered and he was acquitted on five counts, which was shocking to a lot of people. And there are a lot of, you know, opinions and, you know, thoughts being thrown around. Um, a lot of people think he was guilty. A lot of people think that the court was correct in their ruling. Um, and so, yeah, there were a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of things going on. But I mean, could you brief, up, brief us on what exactly happened in that case? Um, so basically, he attended a Black Lives Matter protest uh, fully armed with an AR-15. And he claimed that it was an act of self-defense when he fatally shot two people and injured... Um, one more. He mm-hmm. injured one, he shot one more. Yeah. more, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so that was his main defense in court. And it was true that some of the other people that he attacked were um, armed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, that's the sort of controversy there. People were like, was it self-defense? <clears throat> was it just unnecessary that he brought you know, armed weapon to a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. You know, that was people's thoughts. And obviously people had many thoughts on the judge as well. Yeah. Many people believe that the judge was biased or prejudiced towards Rittenhouse. Um, there were some, you know, statistics, like he would not let people refer to the victims right. as and victims. By towards, you mean he was biased or prejudiced for him. Really. Yeah. Like yes, he was, yes, you know, yes. he was definitely, a lot of people are saying he was definitely like, you know, throwing the bones or yes. mm-hmm. something him out in mm-hmm. the yeah. case, so. And I think one other interesting thing to add, um, and this also kind of includes his bias, um, the gun charge against Rittenhouse was dismissed um, due to the argument that the barrel of the AR-15 was too long. Um, I, that was confusing to me. I don't know much about mm-hmm. weapons, <laughs> um, guns, uh, but I think that it's kind of interesting to learn more about that. On Thursday night in Waukesha, Wisconsin, there was a Christmas parade and a red SUV plowed through the crowd and killed five people. Um, There's near 50 people injured now in local hospitals. Yeah, the suspect's name is Darrell Brooks and he was apprehended by police and he's expected to appear in court on Tuesday. Um, Also an interesting, not interesting, a very sad, but an interesting nonetheless uh, fact that I found out is he was actually on bail because he ran over a woman at a gas station on November 2nd, which yep. was just a couple of weeks ago now. So that was really surprising mm-hmm. to me that he would do that twice in the same month. And, um, and really that tragic, they gave actually. his vehicle back to yeah, him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now for our sports segment. Um, first off, boys basketball has a scrimmage on Saturday the 27th at 9 a.m. against Shakopee High School. And girls basketball has a tournament on Friday the 26th at 7.30 p.m. versus the Academy of Holy Angels at St. Thomas Academy. And then we have the dance team, which has a kickline-only conference meet at home, you know, at Roseville, on Thursday, December 2nd at 7 p.m. And then gymnastics is away at Park High School on Thursday, December 2nd at 6 p.m. And in hockey news, we have our girls varsity hockey playing and against Forest Lake at home at the Oval on Wednesday, December 1st at 7 p.m. And boys varsity hockey's next game is Saturday the 27th at Rochester John Marshall uh, at the Rochester Recreational Center at 5.15 p.m. And then now for just some entertaining news, we have some good or bad news, depending on who you support. <laughs> depending on which, <laughs> on which podcast host you're, uh, you're talking to here. <laughs> We oh. have the Vikings <laughs> won against the Packers 34-31 to 31 on Sunday. Tough game. Tough, tough game. Uh, for Packers fans. For Packers fans. Oh, I might right. add. Uh, um, I think the Vikings were really happy with that win. And a lot of people here in here in Minnesota who are Vikings fans yeah. are, uh, are really thrilled with that outcome. I think it was very well deserved. 
Thank oh, thank yeah. you. Wow. Packers fan. <laughs> Not a surprise. And and Sophie Demarat is, uh, is, wow. Not, okay. That's love. Thank you. Well, <laughs> but on another note, this is a more positive note for me. Um, Adele released her album. It is called 30. It is about divorce, as we heard on her Instagram live. I have listened to it, the whole thing, maybe like six times. I am in love wow. with it. No, yes, it's it's really good. It takes some time to kind of get into it. But listen to the lyrics. Like, that's kind of where she really, I mean, she's amazing at everything. But I loved it. And mm-hmm. how did you guys feel about it? I've heard a lot of good things about cool. it. I've had a chance to listen to all the songs yet. I've heard uh, My Little Love or something. Yes. Love, and then uh, To Be Loved, mm-hmm. which her vocals are insane on. Like, every album, her vocals just get better and better. Like, I can't imagine mm. being that talented at singing. <laughs> but her son's voice is really cute in it. Um, do you have, like, a like a favorite song or least favorite song? Yeah, which ones should, should we check out, Sophia? Yeah. So you seem to be the expert here. So my favorites were To Be Loved and I Drink Wine. Um, (laughs) Both are somewhat long, but they have a really great story. And again, the vocals are fantastic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, you know, I heard a lot of people were saying like she has like a way with lyrics where she doesn't need like lots of metaphors and kind Mm -hmm. of working her Mm -hmm. way around the meaning. She can still be pretty straightforward while still making it sound very lyrical and beautiful. Totally. Which I think is amazing. Yes. Anyways. So, um... As far as some like some Raw's news, unofficially Raw's news, sort yeah. of, um, a lot of Instagram accounts have been being created lately for yeah. sort of unique reasons. There are God, how many we've are there? There's parking. Let me, let me we've tell got you, bathrooms. We've got, got sleeping. We've yeah. got childhood photos. Teacher right. pics. Raw's rumors. Teacher Roz, pics. Raw's confessions. Yeah. Raw's pets. Wow. Oh, I love the pets. That I feel like I could get True. behind. I'm, there's, I'm there's a little worried for out. some of these. There's one called Raw's Eating School Food Page. And oh. So basically, in the last you know week or so, there have been like 10 to 15 yeah. new accounts about people doing things at Raw's. They take pictures of people doing mm-hmm. uh, one of those things. So kind of weird. I don't really know who's behind it. Do we know anyone who's behind one of these accounts? I don't, I don't think there's so. Some suspicion there's been some rumors for yeah. sure i haven't yeah but i have not no guarantees heard. that i know of yeah no. No. i just know that this sort of partially stemmed from tiktok yeah oh, it was yes. kind of a trend you know people saw other schools had these accounts sure. and then i guess a lot of people were like oh, it'd be so funny if our school had these accounts right. and i you know a little worried to show up on one of these i know you've showed up you've on a couple yes. of them yeah, yeah. yep <laughs> a little feature Sophia was caught sleeping in case I was caught sleeping. <laughs> Crazy of me. Yeah, so, so yes, yeah, so that's uh, a little bit of news for you guys. And now let's go on to our brand new advice segment. Woo! Mm-hmm. I know nobody wants to be the first, but we have a very first request. So this is all anonymous, and our yep. link will be is on our re- website. Yes. Rosville.org. Yep. If and we you will... look in the top right corner... There's yep. our little social media icons and then just a like red square next yeah. to it yep. that you can click on that will send you straight to the Google form. Yes, and about that we will probably try and you know post a little mini article about that and just so you can yes. know where it is and so you can find it because uh, we want to be able to answer your questions and right. we will be able to find that. And so, again, it is anonymous. Uh, you will not be we will not be notified of whose mm-hmm. email or name is submitting. And, and please don't include direct names. Yes. Yes. Again, make sure we to... do we do mention that in the in yeah. The, make sure okay. to read the but kind yeah. of. A little paragraph at the top of the Google yeah. form. It gives you just some disclaimers. Yeah. And you just, you know, want to read that for information. For sure. <laughs> so, our first thing. This person says, So, I recently discovered my sibling is being unfaithful to his girlfriend. I'm pretty good friends with this girl because they've been dating for a while. So, I've really gotten to know her. 
Apparently, they were a break on a break, but they weren't broken up. Basically, just taking time from each other. While on this quote-unquote break, my brother decided he was going to hook up with another girl at a party. He told me about it because he is a guilty conscience. They are back together, and he does feel bad, but he doesn't want to tell her. What should I do? Oh, boy. That's a big one to start off, actually. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So, let's run that back. He basically got with another girl while him and his then-girlfriend, or now-girlfriend, I guess, were yeah. on a break. But he feels bad, and he okay. feels like he shouldn't have done that. And this so, person is friends with the girlfriend. So, the siblings have <laughs> talked to each other then? They've, like... Has she kind of approached him about this, I wonder? Does it say? Mm. Has the girlfriend approached... Has the sibling mm-hmm. approached the brother? It sounds to me like the sibling, the, the brother approached his sibling uh, and he asked them if they, like, what to do because he has a guilty conscience of what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think the sibling has approached, um, you know, as opposed to the girlfriend or the brother, really. I think that they were just kind of thrust into this, you know, whether that's, in, you know, what they wanted or not. Right. Um, but now they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. I feel like personally, the sibling should urge the brother to tell his girlfriend about what happened. Um, I feel like that's kind of the first thing that should happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if he doesn't want to or he refuses, then I think it could be appropriate for the sibling to say, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that puts me in a position where I feel like I will have to tell your girlfriend right. and just kind of give him the, you know, let him know and that might make him want to tell him herself, tell her himself, <laughs> or that sibling will then just have to do the horrible job of telling the girlfriend. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. really tough. Well, no, because I feel like, you know, proper communication and honesty is so important in relationships. Yeah. And I feel like the fact that he feels guilty about it is already mm-hmm. a sign that kind of he knew that he shouldn't have done that. Right. Right. And I feel like just because they're on break usually doesn't mean you immediately you know, seek the romantic comfort of another person. Exactly. Like, you still kind of have loyalty towards that person because you're not officially broken up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think um, what I would advise, and I think I'm sure you guys agree with me on this, uh, I hope so, but I think the submitter who who submitted to us should talk to their brother and say, you know, you feel bad about it, you were technically on a break, but it's still not really cool, but I would just, like, you know, mm-hmm. just, you know, be honest with your girlfriend, tell her that, you know, hey, we were on a break, I did something stupid, I feel really bad about it now, um, and I think that would really be the best yeah. thing to do, you know, uh, because, of course, it's not really your place unless your brother makes it. Right, place, right, you know I mean? that's so true. Yeah, yeah. If you decided to tell her, I mean, at that right. point, it's kind of like, what do you expect this person to do, of especially course. because they are so close with both people of course yeah, yeah. if i were that girlfriend i'd want 100 percent honesty you know yeah. i'd yeah. rather know than just have him keep it a secret from me yeah, yeah. and, and also, the longer the worse it will get I'm yeah assuming. right i agree i agree and i think that while i'm sure the submitter's boyfriend might think that it's 100 percent over if he tells her i don't think that's necessarily true mm-hmm. you know what i mean i feel like they were on a break it was kind of stupid not really a cool thing to do but i feel like there's still room to you know talk that out and you know figure mm-hmm. that out because I don't know. I, I think that everyone there's, has different boundaries. Of course, yeah. I what feel they like, consider acceptable. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that that could lead to good communication for the future as well. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for submitting. Uh, again, we will have more advice next week that we'll be responding to. Um, if you'd like to, you know, ask us for advice, go ahead and go on 
rosville.org and you should see the little red dot or if you have any questions go ahead and email us at yeah. rosville at gmail and again it doesn't have to be super heavy stuff right, it doesn't have to be intense stuff you could just be like <laughs> i don't know what this class is going to be like next try what that's going to be like you know right. yeah anything that you want we will answer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you ask we respond. <laughs> something like that yeah we'll do our best here <laughs> okay now moving on to our final segment a look ahead um, just a reminder, the Holiday Craft Fair is December 4th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and December 5th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Roseville City Hall. And more information on that can be found at cityofroseville.com. And of course, uh, by the time you hear this, you should have been uh, sent home for Thanksgiving break already. They should will probably go up on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, and so we hope that went well. But um, that means that, you know, school's coming to an end. This trimester is coming to an end. Uh, one more week to, you know, get all your stuff done. So... You know, we gotta get that taken care of. We hope you all enjoy your Thanksgiving break. Um, we just have a few more days left of the try, so that just means push through. You got this. We're all in it together, and we just want to end on a good note. Thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode. Uh, we have we really appreciate everyone who's listened to our first episode. Uh, we are really you know happy with how it's been going so far to have our podcast. So yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And this was Voices, Voices of, of the Mill. <laughs>